You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Uh, welcome to Heritage Radio Network on Tour, presented by Le Creuset. I'm Eli Cairo. Today we're broadcasting live from the HRN Podcast Lounge at Feast Portland. We want to thank our sponsors, Le Creuset, Travel Portland, Salt and Straw, Julia Child Foundation, for making our coverage possible. The outro... I felt like I did good there. Now All downhill from here. Awesome. Um, uh, as I said, I'm Eli Cairo, and I'm lucky enough to be with the most amazing, talented three guys I've met in a very long time, the founders of Eam, a restaurant in Portland, Oregon. Um, Eam is, uh, God, you know, I read this review. I think Karen Brooks wrote it, and it said, it's, if you're not having fun at Eam, you just don't know what you're doing. And I was like, is that real? And I walk into Eam, and I swear to God, everything about it was so much fucking fun. Like, the, the server was hilarious, our bartender was good, the food came out, and it was just unbelievably awesome, and it was, like, this amazing culture of, like, it just had a vibe you just can't buy. Awesome. You know, and... Uh, Thank you. First off, who wants to tell us what the hell Eam is for a restaurant? Because it's kind of confusing looking inside out. Like, what is it? It's, uh, to me, it was, like, a Thai person who was cuckoo up in Texas, <laughs> who have been giving knowledge of barbecue... To be able to like cook barbecue right, know the Thai culture and the food. Yeah. Um, that's the kitchen side. And look, we all work together at, at one point. He helped doing beverage pairing at Langba, and we did a collab at Feast two years ago. <laughs> and I just think it would be super fun to have this guy doing something with me. And he's a fun guy. If anybody <laughs> know him, he's yeah. a. He's the, like, throwing party yeah. without drinking anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's give a little background. Matt, will you tell us what you did? Like, what, what, what did, before Eam, what was your, oh, what did you do? I, uh, I, I have a food cart called Matt's Barbecue that I opened uh, four so years ago. Good. And I made barbecue inside of it and sold it to the good people of Portland. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that's a really short version. Yeah. And Errol, talk to us. What, give us your background. People. Oh, uh, born and raised in Bangkok, moved to Portland in 2000, opened a Thai restaurant 10 years ago, and been working in a Thai restaurant so for, for 11 years in Portland. Mm-hmm. So I work at Padi, Longban, Hadiai, and now Eam. Jesus. So how many restaurants do you own right now and operate? Uh, it's just a few. Just a few. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Eric, what's up? Tell us about you. Uh, I've been in restaurants in Portland for about 20 years. Uh, worked all through the whole growing up of Portland. Uh, most of the time in those restaurants, I spent getting pretty fucked up. About five years ago, I got sober. Um, and that is how the party really started. And that's how it really started to get fun and positive. And you talk about Eam and why it's such a good time. And I think that the good time comes from the, the actual inside. Like, 
all the fun that we're having isn't put on. It's not fake. Mm -hmm. It's just us actually enjoying every minute that we're alive and around. Yeah, and you could feel it. Like it's it's so genuine in there, man. Like. I couldn't remember, Josh told me, one of my plant managers, like, you have to have this white brisket. And I was like, man, do you guys have a white brisket? And they're like, oh, it's the white curry brisket, you're gonna die. Like, the fucking <laughs> server was so stoked on it, it was just amazing. So how did how did the conversation happen? Like, who approached who? And you were like, oh, man, Earl, we, uh, Earl approached both of us. Yeah, we got coffee one day. Uh, <laughs> We'd actually looked at a space, a, a different space, right? Right, right. So we did something together, been talking about doing something together, and sometimes some life happened, we stopped, and then we did something together, and somehow this is the right time, and we found a spot that we all like. So we decided to, like, yeah, go and just be ourselves, work together, and yeah. do what we do best. Like, he does what he does really well. He does what he does really well, and I kind of know what I do for a little bit. Yeah. So trying to like match what they bring to the table yeah. and make it the restaurant. Yeah, it's just so unbelievably refreshing. Do you know what I mean to hear this? Like you're, you didn't try to change anything. Y'all just did what you did. You weren't right. trying to form yeah. like Matt's barbecue is fucking insane. Your Thai food's insane. Eric's an amazing barman. Let's just do what we do and make right. a whole new thing about it. Which is, I don't know. Congratulations, guys. Thank, Thank you. Project my friends. You know? it's, been, uh, it's been really rad, man. I never, ever would have imagined that the first restaurant that I got to be like a major part of uh -huh. would uh, be this restaurant. It'd be quite the phenomenon it's yeah. become. Yeah, yeah. Like, constantly humbled every time we open those doors. And it's just I, packed. And it's just awesome, packed every yeah. time. I remember yeah. our first day and just being like, you know, yeah. I guess we had hype or whatever, but it's, for the three of us, like, <laughs> planning everything, we're like, I don't know. We were wondering if people were going to show up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. we're like, oh, th we think the food's good, but is someone going to show up? Is it going to be busy <laughs> enough to work? And then uh, within 10 minutes of our first day opening, <laughs> the restaurant was full. And we've pretty much been full for the last, what, how, eight months yeah. straight. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and exactly. Really, yeah, it was uh, surprise. Like, and did you we're guys... just as surprised as anyone else, I guess. Did you guys go into it being like, we're going to make this fun? Like, do you know what I mean? Obviously, it's like you. When I think of you For guys, sure. you're a blast. Where you like the you people you are working. You don't buy blowfish uh, tiki mugs if you're not trying <laughs> yeah, to have some that's fun. true, yeah. I think yeah. that we went to this place in Austin, and Matt and his wife got a cocktail and a blowfish. And across the table, he just looked at me, and he was like, we got to get all the fucking blowfish. <laughs> like, we got to all drink out of blowfish. Yeah, yeah. So Makes now a lot we, of sense. When at first, when we opened, we kept running out. And then, like, I'm worried about spending money, and Matt's like, no, just buy all the blowfish. Yes. Like, blow get all fish, the blowfish you can. Everybody needs a blowfish or some silly mug in their hand. And it's true. You just can't go wrong. Yeah. You know, it just starts the night off really fun. You fuck know? yeah. It's so not stiff. And then you get the drink, and it's insane. It's, like, crazy depth Thank and you. fun. Thanks. And it's, like, amazing, and you're still drinking it out of a blowfish, and you're having barbecue brisket and noodles, I mean, and it's... We'll it's, put Negronis in the blowfish, and it's hilarious yeah. watching people drink this, like, this classic cocktail out of some stupid <laughs> yellow glass yeah. yeah what do you say what is your bar program how do you define it uh, our bar program is definitely tongue-in-cheek but it's also serious it's well balanced I mean I've we got like 80 year old dudes drinking Midori sours right now when they come <laughs> no in they're like way. I want the green drink hilarious and so I don't know man it's just like for some reason we've tapped into this idea that like you know sweet fruity tropical can be grown up and it's just about having fun right it's yeah, a vacation yeah. and mm -hmm. everyone's willing to just they, they're they're drinking the kool-aid along with us mm -hmm. 
and you and you said, I don't know, Eric, as you hit on, he's a sober bartender, and so he runs these amazing bar programs, and he's sober. Do you do you encourage your employees to drink at work? How is that culture working for you? I mean, like shift drinks, et cetera. Are you doing any kind of? I mean, of course we offer shift drinks because it's it's too. I mean, people are adults, right? And yeah, everyone yeah. like it's it's one of the perks of working in a restaurant. But the other perk of working at Eam is the fact that you don't have to have a shift drink, and you won't be excluded. Sobriety is. Um, it's a big player in the restaurant. We have a lot of sober people that mm-hmm. work there. Yeah, yeah. And no one really abuses um, the rights to drinking there. And that's just the new restaurant culture. It is. And it's, um, it's refreshing to see that we're taking, like, the fact that this is the one life that we have. And everyone's taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see that at the Zero Proof dinner yesterday when yeah. we had 91-plus years of sobriety in the room. Jesus. It was incredible. Yeah, like, yeah. Just a, what a, an amazing experience. And that's... That's kind of the tide that's turning right now. Mm-hmm. And so it's no longer about like if people are drinking too much or um, they're doing too many drugs. It's not really happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is probably happening at some restaurants, but luckily not even. Yeah, exactly. It just seems like, you know, as you in 2004 in Portland, Oregon, and we we're all working in every scrappy restaurant here, we were freaking getting wasted every night. It's just like well, what we did. We were told that was the way. I mean, yeah. you know. We had a lot of great chefs out there that wrote some amazing books, and it was like the idea was kind of like um, it was a Hollywood version, right? And everyone thought that was like the keys to success. Um, But it turns out that I think the keys to success are being sincere and being clear-headed and attacking. Yeah, and actually looking at it like this is our profession, right? We're all going to die in this restaurant industry. Let's try to live a little bit. It's a lot easier to get through a busy Saturday night when you're not brutally hungover, yes. you know? It takes a couple of years to learn that. Yeah, so. it does. Yeah. It's a lot better to, to go home and let your head hit that pillow and know that's from exhaustion, not yeah, from the fact that you just fucked up. Yeah, eight hours of sleep is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Hey, and Matt, did you uh, cook Thai food ever in your life before this? Nope. Oh, yeah, you did three days, bruh. Oh, yeah, I actually, uh, <laughs> so when I first moved to Portland, I worked at Pock Pock for about three days. Um, and it's cool. I think, uh, I think that kitchen is run you know, they're doing, what, 800 covers in Andy's old bedroom? Yeah, right. Uh, super cool place. But at the time when I moved there, I wanted to I wanted to do Matt's barbecue. So I quit there and then took a job at the Goodfoot making tater tots. Sweet. While I was, uh, I built that food, the first food cart myself. So I just worked there and then, like, uh, I bought an old trailer for 600 bucks and turned it into a kitchen and kind of worked on the, the food cart. Yeah. Huh. But, yeah, three days Thai food experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now can you cook Thai food? Not really. Which <laughs> <laughs> is fish sauce but and palm sugar, right? But can't barbecue either, so it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is there a Thai barbecue? I have no clue. Like, in Thailand, are you guys it's, smoking? There is, but different type of barbecue. We just throw shit on the grill, not, like, smoke it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just like, char it up. Just, yeah, charcoal straight uh-huh. up. We're, at, simple. we're actually going on a research trip in two weeks. Earl's taking us to Thailand. So awesome. uh, I hope to really kind of get a more codified idea of Thai cooking and street food and really start to understand it a little better. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, huh. we're all, we're all going to be going. All on three of you guys going? Yeah. And Colin, too, and, our yeah. chef de yeah. cuisine. Looking for uh, puff fish glasses, and that's it, huh? <laughs> I'm looking like, for something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I bet. What's the most exciting thing to show them? What are you stoked Oh, everything. For? Lady yeah. boys. What was it? <laughs> Come on, Earl. <laughs> you're, no, you're on live television here. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, so. <laughs> no, we were, we were joking about it. Um, so that's. You, you were joking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there was other drinking culture in Thailand that hasn't been introduced to these people yet. I've seen it. I know it. 
But to me, sometimes it's difficult to like present it. Because mm-hmm. some, for myself, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't born here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the culture as well as they do. Mm-hmm. For them to see something and like, oh, this, we can do this, we can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that type of understanding at mm. certain point. Mm-hmm. I just know how to cook Thai food. I know Thai flavors. I know that they drink beer, towers. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. drink cocktails, like chili to like high end. Uh-huh. I know all about that, but I just don't know the eyes of people here that will be able to accept certain things. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes things are really good to me, mm-hmm. but it's not for everybody yeah, yeah. and we can't really offer that experience to people who might not enjoying it as I do mm-hmm. so my plan was to like show them as much as I could and if they remember something from that trip great that means we did something that they would interested in been doing or offering mm-hmm. to the people something that I hoping hasn't been offered yet because there's no point doing it again when yeah. somebody is already dead. Mm-hmm. And this guy really, really understand how to make things hmm. right, taste right, make it fun, make it like... Because to go to a restaurant, it's not like trying to be having just good food or just like... Eventually, you just want to enjoying yourself like because sometimes food is not even matter because like if you're going there to a restaurant with the people that you like mm-hmm. you just like at the end of the meal like wow that was good you don't yeah. even remember what you had but uh-huh. the whole thing was fun absolutely yeah that's, I mean, that's that's the whole idea like how can we make that happen and people enjoying it and like yeah. get what we're trying to do well you're obviously doing it yeah if, you're, if yeah. you're eating a dish and picking it apart and being like well like you could do that as a chef really easily like oh this was under seasoned uh, you know mm-hmm. as a chef going to another restaurant like i think a lot of people come to eat and they forget you know they're you know if you're just eating the food and you're just enjoying yourself mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the goal yeah, you know I, if you're analyzing every little component and being too foodie about it, you're probably not having that good of a time. Exactly. You know? and, and you've been to those places where it's maybe the most amazing food you've ever ate, but it's so freaking stiff or so yeah, yeah. so awkward. You're like, I actually just want to leave now. Like, you know, it's... That's uh, every tasting menu I've ever had. <laughs> and he worked in some of them, too. Uh, you know, <laughs> for me, like, uh, by the first half is amazing, but then you're really full, yeah. and then it gets slower, and then the second half of a tasting menu, no matter how amazing it is, you're just so full and tired, yeah. and, you know, um, brevity, you know, it's a, it's a nice thing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so what's next for you guys? Where do you guys see Eam? You guys just going to just make it better, more? more <laughs> you know? it... We have something working on, we just can't say anything yet. Oh, come because on, Earl. Of the, it's uncertain, so unless it's sweet. Exciting. confirmed, so we yeah. can say something. If you put it up on Mount Tabor by my house, that'd be sweet. Okay. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's definitely. That's by my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, close to your house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, move into the hood. Sweet. What are the hours? What do you guys do? What is it? Uh, we're open from 11 to 3 for lunch, seven days a week, and they're open from 5 to 10 um, Sunday through Thursday, and then 5 to 12 Friday through Saturday. Awesome. So seven days a week, pretty much all the time. Sweet, sweet. Uh, what do you guys think about Feast? 
Feast is rad, awesome. man. I really enjoyed this, this year. The best. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Bone Up. Thanks, Feast. Thank everybody. You guys are amazing. Um, did I miss anything? What did I need? What no. do you guys need? Yeah, uh, so I got something. What? Also, be sure to check out Matt's Barbecue oh Tacos God, on 32nd yeah. and Hawthorne. <laughs> Shipwreck Bar Program. Breakfast, lunch, <laughs> yeah. dinner till sold out. Yeah. Earl, Patty, all your other spots, unbelievable. Hot yes. guy. Fried chicken at Hot is not too bad. So. Yes, it's amazing. And Shipwreck's still a thing. You still do it? No, man. Shipwreck worked. Shipwreck's yeah, done. We're, we're done. We, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you're here. You it might it. come back at some point, but right now it's all in. Sweet, sweet. Um, also, try Olympia Provisions out. It's a small shark. Oh, yeah. oh, Best yeah, hot dogs in the country <laughs> right here, this guy. Awesome. So, that's it. You guys happy with me? Thank you. Okay, good, good. Uh, outro. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network on tour, presented by Le Creuset. Thanks again to our supporters, Le Creuset, Travel Portland, Salt and Straw, Julia Child Foundation, making our cover coverage possible. I'm Eli Cairo. Stay tuned for more from Feast Portland. This program is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.